Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of the Articulate Fly, and we're back with another Central Virginia Fishing Report with Ethan Martin at Telltellers Fly Shop. How you doing, Ethan? I'm doing great today. How are you doing? I'm getting there, just trying to stay cool like everybody else in the Mid-Atlantic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's funny too, right? So it's always funny this time of year, you know, you look at the forecast and you see thunderstorms in the forecast, but you can never really tell what you're going to get or what other people have gotten in. You know, it, to say it's hot in Central Virginia, it's summer, right? But, you know, what's the water situation looking like? We've actually got decent flows. I mean, they're not, like, stellar, but we've had a bunch of these, like, monsoon Florida-style fronts that have kind of pushed through. So it's been uh, almost every afternoon we have at least the threat of an incoming uh, storm. So in terms of water, like, we have a decent amount, but it's not like these long, uh, durations of time that really allow the rivers to kick up a ton. So they, you know, they're low ish, but off color, um, especially towards Lynchburg with, uh, you know, Blackwater Creek that dumps in that thing puts a lot of sediment in the river. Um, but it's totally searchable. So, yeah. And so I guess that means if, you know, obviously we're right in the thick of small mouth season and if the water is a little bit stained, it maybe helps you out a little bit. Maybe you got a good streamer bite, but I know people really want to fish top water this time of year. Yeah, and that's definitely kicking up. The cicadas in Lynchburg, especially, uh, are everywhere. Like when I came, now when I say everywhere, I mean like we're not seeing millions like the 17 year cicadas, but um, they're, you can hear them chirping all through the trees. When we were, uh, I was packing my kids into the car earlier and there was two cicadas on our, uh, on our <laughs> deck that were both underneath there. And one of them had just hatched out of the, the ground. So, we're definitely seeing more and more of those, uh, hearing them and the fish are definitely reacting positively towards that, um, which is more of your top water, just cast it, let it chill style fishing. Um, and so I've heard of some people that have caught some pretty decent fish the past couple of days on, uh, top water bugs. And so that should have been me this morning, but I did the, the rookie mistake. And actually for the first time in my fishing career i was supposed to fish this morning and i slept through my alarm so i missed my uh my fishing time so what can you do (laughs) well that's that's no bueno and again but if the water stained right with all the bait fish in the system i'd imagine that'd be a pretty good way to go too right yeah so that's kind of my two routes is if it's me i'm going to show up first trying to throw top water and uh you know if that's poppers or if that's like a small bait fish that stays on the surface and if you're just not seeing the action that you want, or you just want to do something different, then it's bait fish. Um, I haven't gone as much to a crayfish uh, this time of the year just because I haven't needed to. And you definitely lose more flies with you know the heavy like clawdad style patterns as well. You catch a lot of fish, so don't you know misunderstand what I'm saying. If you have a bunch of clawdads or crayfish patterns in your box, um, it's just you know for myself, my first go to is going to be topwater, and I'm just going to kind of work down the list uh to get to the depths of the river um so that way you kind of minimize how many flies you're losing and i for me it just is more interactive the higher up you stay so seeing fish come up and take uh, or like actively stripping a fly through something i just enjoy that yeah absolutely and i would imagine you know the the trout fishing is kind of slowing down because it's probably getting pretty warm and i don't think your evening lows are that low no, it's still been pretty toasty. And even towards the mountain streams, which are you know, typically a little bit cooler than what we have here in Lynchburg itself. And uh, so, yeah, I just tell people I, 
I had a buddy of mine take temps the other day towards the afternoon and he wasn't fishing. He was just out actually just cruising around. Um, but temps on the stream that he took, which is a popular brook trout stream were over, it's like 71, 72. Um, so our temps are definitely getting over the range that you would really prefer to see trout, um, or prefer to catch them, you know, for their own health and safety and just for their ability to revive once you've caught them. Um, if you do catch a day, you know, where the temps and everything are good, then it's just one of those things where you size up on your tippet and just don't sit there and play a fish forever. Just get them to you as quick as possible. Um, which usually isn't a huge deal, you know, with brook trout. Um, cause they do typically like our small mountain streams do typically respond pretty quickly to temperature swings. So, you know, if we do have a couple of days in a row where it's like low eighties and in the mountain streams, it happens to get below 60 a couple of times um, towards, you know, night, then yeah, it's totally feasible. Um, but most people are kind of now directing their gaze towards the James and the tributaries to the James river. Um, and that's where, you know, you'll find me too. <laughs> yeah. But I also know you love fishing farm ponds and it's a great time of the year to go out either first thing in the morning or that last hour of light and to fish poppers for pan fish and bass. Yeah. I, I was walking through a field the other day on um, a piece of property and there was like 50,000 little tiny grasshoppers just hopping all through it. And uh, I was just envisioning in my head, taking one of those little like baby boy hoppers and just slapping it down in front of a bluegill. I mean, that's a blast. Just sit there and wreck a bunch of fish. And uh, you feel really good about yourself, you know? <laughs> yeah. Every now and again, it's good to, uh, it's like fishing uh, for, you know, freshly stocked fish. Sometimes that boost to the ego really helps. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That keeps you going, you know, in the winter months when like your musky fishing or doing pretty much any other type of fishing and it's slow. It's just like memories back to like, remember when we could catch 100 bluegill and it was, you know, annoying almost. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, we have a question from Ed, and Ed loves to ask questions on the articulate fly, and he wants to get your top three smallie flies for the weekend. Uh, so if it's me this upcoming weekend, I'm probably going to start with a floating fly line and one of the Chuck Craft famous Excalibur bugs, those uh, cork popping bugs, because you spend so much time making those things, and, and they do work really well. Um, but it's just kind of like a nostalgia thing for me. Um, so I'd probably start with that. That'd be my number one um, in our section of the James. My number two would probably also be a topwater pattern. Um, one of those, I talk about this pattern a lot, I feel like, but the LB floating bait fish, um, that's one of his flies. I love that thing. Um, so it's a, it's a retrieve style popper it's got a foam head and uh, a shank on the back or, or that's where the hook is it's the back and then the head is a shank um, but i've just caught so many fish on that thing and it's a blast like the other day before work we went out me and uh my brother-in-law and just down on the james and that's the only fly i tied it on the night before and i fished it for like three and a half hours and i never switched and caught a whole bunch of little dink smallmouth so and you know one that was like 15 inches which it's not a dink, but he's not the Mondo guy. Um, so that'd be number two. And then number three would probably be the, uh, I, I would call it, it's Vince's fly. It's uh, I call it, I think the Zawada wiggle minnow. Um, but that's another pattern that I've just, I've caught a ton of fish on. Um, 
weight fishing especially but you know fishing out of rafts which but basically it's like a three inch curly tail grub right which it I sound gross saying that you know on a fly fishing podcast but <laughs> that's essentially what the the pattern is it's got a little tail off the back of it uh, so chenille and then the collar of it is all these little tiny micro rubber legs and a tungsten bead so it's really heavy um, but that's a really good pattern and usually uh, if i'm trying to cover water and i don't want to throw a topwater pattern that's the thing that i throw because you can kind of cast it at a downward angle and swing it through different sections of water and i mean you can just be looking off in the distance you know at the bald eagle or whatever it is and they'll just small mouth to come out of nowhere and thump that thing so it's a great pattern um for just kind of hanging out and enjoying your day or if you are new to fishing that uh it's a zawada wiggle minnow um we have a bunch of them in the shop um, but there's a you know vince is a good dude he's uh he ties them um for shops out in like richmond i think he ties them for green top and orvis um so yeah a couple different places but yeah that'd be my top three for this upcoming weekend everything's kind of either very visual like the the truck craft bug or it's uh, interactive you know like um like the other two styles the floating minnow or the wiggle minnow yeah well there you go and you know folks we love questions at the articulate fly and you can email them to us you can dm us on social media you can drop them in the comments to our social media post whatever is easiest for you and if we use your question i will send you some articulate fly swag and we went in a drawing for something cool from the shop at the end of the season and ethan before i let you go you want to let folks know location shop hours and all that kind of good stuff oh yeah so the shop is located in lynchburg downtown lynchburg uh we're on main street uh we're just three ish blocks away from the james river so if you come into town and you want to come fish for a weekend or something it's really easy to access you can wade most of the time too um shop hours were pretty much nine to five every day except for sunday we're closed and if you can't make it into town, uh, then you can find everything that we have online through our website. Uh, or, you know, if you have questions, we, I'll respond to pretty much all of them um, that I can get to through email or Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff. Uh, probably the easiest one is email or Instagram out of those. But, yeah, that's it. Yeah, well, there you go. Well, listen, folks, you owe it to yourself to get out there and catch a few. Tight lines, everybody. Tight lines, Ethan. Tight lines.